Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome back to the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jason Bear, and my co-hosts today, as always, are... Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. And today we want to talk about something fun. I mean, it's the off-season, it's the winter, it's cold outside, um, so it's not necessarily apropos, but I want to talk some baseball. You guys okay with talking baseball? Absolutely. Sometimes I have to think about baseball. Ah, <laughs> but um, not the fun times, not the good times, not the great times of baseball, World Series championships and Golden Gloves. I want to talk about something that really kind of irks me. Um, when you see a great player with great potential, with great things happening, um, a career that's noteworthy and prolific, and it comes Hall of Fame time and the votes come in and these guys kind of get shafted out of their spot in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so let's talk about Hall of Fame snubs. Um, there are a couple notable ones that we can jump on in a bit. Uh, but I'd like to kick this off by saying that uh, my family personally knows a few of these people. Uh, we talked in some other podcasts about my grandfather being a, a Major League Ball player, World Series champion in 1971. No, not Hall of Fame caliber for my grandfather. <laughs> but uh, some of his teammates definitely deserve uh, a little bit of Hall of Fame status. Um, one of them who, who played with my grandfather on that Pittsburgh Pirates team um, and then ended up going uh, afterwards to Washington, uh, the, the Senators, uh, a.k.a. the Texas Rangers. You know, they did their kind of back and forth there. Um, but Al Oliver, like, holy crap, this guy had a 303 batting average, had like 2,700 and change total hits, uh, like over 1,300 RBIs. Um, nice. And a 990 fielding percentage at first base. Holy crap! Um, yeah, and when he was an hard. when he was an outfielder, he had like a 982 fielding percentage. It's like that guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's got three Silver Sluggers and two Player of the Months. Come on, <laughs> that's insane. Now, do they know? I mean, because the numbers are all there. Is there anything more to why? why I don't know. Well, the 70s were full of amazing, 70s into the 80s were full of amazing ball players. So I guess having these great numbers in retrospect is awesome, but. Um, well, and they, they, they're doing it for um, professional football, and I think they're doing it for Major League Baseball now as well, is kind of going through the numbers and all that to see who they missed, who should belong, and everything like that, because there, there's definitely people that don't belong that kind of snuck in and then. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there was definitely like like I think back in 2019, a couple of years ago, there was a lot of fan push when his name came up. Um, and Al Oliver, you know, as old as he was, as, all, as old as my grandfather was, mm -hmm. uh, put out a tweet and he was just like, I'd like to thank all the fans and the prayers and the letters. They selected the 10 who will be up for election and I was not one of them. I'll continue to move on as I have. Uh, thanks, everybody. So he, he's not even salty about it, or at least not publicly salty about it, but the fans are salty about it. <laughs> Well, that's who this is. As, as silly as it is, this is who the Hall of Fame is for, right? Yeah. Especially nowadays and even even the other Hall of Fames, like people talk about no one cares about who's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and all this stuff. It is for the fans. And if you see the fans push for it, because I think, as I'm sure your grandfather was very content with his successful career. Of course. Ending yeah. with, with a, a boatload of stories and a World Series ring. I mean, what what more can you really ask for? I know the, the Hall of Fame is icing on top of the cake, but it, the fans do care about that. And that's you, you do wish that, especially in the days of social media, that does help these guys get a push. And sometimes it is a popularity contest, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and that's what it comes down to, too. And, you know, I mean, what does it really mean to be in the Hall of Fame? Like, your name in the book, of course, but... Mm -hmm. uh, having a World Series ring, three Silver Slugger, and two Player of the Month awards also counts for something too. So, you know, and and he's got the respect of the fans. So, 
it's kind of like those Academy Awards kind of things, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, well, on that note, should we talk about some contemporary players that are not in the Hall of Fame? Okay, okay, yeah. Let's let's move up a couple decades. <laughs> or, so we or, uh, so yeah. most recently, Roger Clemens, Kurt Schilling, and Barry Bonds did not get brought into the Hall of Fame. Correct. And and I've got my opinion, but what do you guys think about? Well, that? as a, as an, again, we're bringing it back to the Pirates, so I'll start with Barry Bonds. We discuss. <laughs> we discuss <laughs> well, that is. Yeah. Well, there's there's definitely a Pirates Barry Bond, and there's a Giants Barry Bond. Like right. if you put them side by side, you'd be like, these are completely different people. Yeah, but they're both prolific ball players. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, You're, that's both eras are. are that's are, part of the argument, um, right? There, you could say there was a the man took steroids, all that, so whatever he was like, he took steroids. There is a player before he took steroids and a player after. A lot of people think the stolen base Barry Bonds, the on base percentage Barry Bonds, belongs in the Hall of Fame, and the home run hitting Barry Bonds now. Young Barry Bonds was hitting home runs too, just not at the level that right. he was later in his career. But he was still making hits and hits and hits mm -hmm. and hits and hits. Absolutely. And hits. You know, I mean, there could be the argument that Barry Bonds is the greatest hitter in MLB history. I mean, Griffey mm -hmm. might have something to say about that. Mm -hmm. And here's another hit, Barry Bonds. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's it's true. You know, he he does. And okay. I'm not going to be a baseball steroid user apologist, not for Barry Bonds, not for Canseco, not for McGuire, if that was actually whatever. Um, but it still takes a phenomenal amount. Of, like, I couldn't take steroids, even with my lineage. I, you know, I could pump, not that I would, but pump steroids in my arm right now. That doesn't mean I'm going to go out and hit 800, 800 hits and, and, and 600 home runs. That's not going to happen. So there is something to being a phenomenal and gifted athlete, right? Oh, absolutely. Well, and that's and that kind of segues into, I, yes, the steroids do help. If they didn't help, people wouldn't be taking them. And yeah. so I lay blame. So the, the Major, League Major League Baseball reaped all of the benefits of the steroid era. Baseball wasn't dead, but it had all-time low viewership. No one really cared about it. And then Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa come along and are just cranking out home runs left and right and just changed baseball and made people watch it. And, and even steroids. Were, were prevalent in yeah. pictures and stuff like that. But Bud Selig kind of kind of turned a blind eye to it. Either he was inept or he was stupid. Like or, or, or he was or not, or, he, or he's a genius, right? Like But he he bring in ratings to the sport and 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 yeah these guys these guys know what's going on. But even before that, you talk about steroids, you talk about the amphetamines that guys like Daryl Strawberry were taking mm -hmm. yes. in, in the eighties and the seventies. Like, come on. Again, I can't take amphetamines and <laughs> and get you know 180 stolen bases in a career not me so there's something to be said for like phenomenally gifted athletes who maybe don't have the exact amount of proliferation they do with these without these lists again i'm not a, an apologist i'm not advocating for athletes to take steroids i'm not advocating for unfair advantages none of that i'm not advocating for swapping your blood out so you could win another tour de france like i'm not that guy but, but it is of the era it is, of, it the is of that time. And that that needs to be taken into consideration, especially when you're doing things that aren't illegal. Now, it, um, um, Mark McGuire famously was taking other things that weren't officially steroids. Right. Um, was probably taking a cocktail of steroids in the off season to build up. And I was like this. Everything I'm taking is isn't illegal. That right. doesn't mean that it's legal per se. But but so so going over that, I, yes, these guys took steroids. But 
So what is your feeling? Because I want to know what you think about Barry, because Roger Clemens also tested positive for steroids. Um, but Kurt Schilling did not. It seems like he, and he is a Hall of Famer by every single measurement. But it seems like they're keeping him out of the Hall of Fame because of his more recent social media prowess. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's unfair, too. I mean, it's not like he's John Rocker out here. Right. Like there are some people that think what he is saying is worse than what John Rocker said. And I don't I don't believe so. But there are people equating his his tweets that are pro Trump and pro, you know, I don't think he outright said they need to storm um, the Congress and the Capitol. But he kind of said this is something that needs to be done. He has also been very adamant about hating journalists. And those are the those are the bozos and the nerds that get you into the Hall of Fame. And I think that's they've taken it as their mission to stop Kurt Schilling from getting into the Hall of Fame. And I don't even like the guy. And I think it's ridiculous that they're doing this. And that's I'm, I, I, I. So what do you guys first? What do you guys think about Barry Bonds? Do you think Barry Bonds belongs in? Yes, I think he's first ballot. Hundred oh. percent. Again, not just as a Pirates fan. That's, well, so that's enough. But. We'll go on that right afterwards. So do you think Roger Clemens belongs in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Do you think Kurt Schilling belongs in the Hall of Fame? 100%. No. Okay. Wait. Ex- okay. <laughs> Dissension on Kurt Schilling. I don't have to yeah. like what he says. You know, like, there's something to be said about, like, okay, well, shut up and play baseball or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's, that's not how it works, right? That's not how, that's not how it should Especially work. not nowadays. That's not how it should work. He has a platform. He's, he's speaking his opinion. A detrimental to most people opinion, and he's a, he's a, I'm going to, you know, where's my bleeper button? Whatever. He's that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't affect his talent and his skill and the hard work and effort that he put in before he had a social platform for his voice, if that makes sense. Yeah, because at Absolutely. the end of the day, the the records won't record that you were a Trump enthusiast or a Trump supporter. It's just the numbers that you put in right. to a game. Strikeouts. Yeah. In this case. So so you're saying Armin Hilarious, that's why he shouldn't be in? No, I was just being. He was just difficult. being dissentious. <laughs> he's, he's being that, that that he's being that extra doctor, right? Like so. So let's go back on what you were saying before. Being a first ballot Hall of Famer, I think that's BS. I hate that they do that. I hate that they're they kind of say, well, you can't get in until it's your last time around. I think if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. The delineation of being a first ballot Hall of Famer is BS, and it's what's wrong, in my opinion, with the Hall of Fames. Is that the writers are taking it upon themselves to say, yeah, you belong in, but we want to let you know that you're not quite as good as these other players. Either you're in the Hall of Fame or you're not, or you do what they do in, in other Hall of Fames, wrestling Hall of Fame, bowling Hall of Fame, where you say you are a distinguished member of the Hall of Fame. I don't right. think they should hang that over your head like, eh, you're, you're not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think it's BS, and I yeah. think it's, it, it's I the antithesis of what the Hall of Fame is I mean, about. Each... Hall of Fame, because if I'm not mistaken, the MLB Hall of Fame, the the Baseball Hall of Fame, is a private entity separate from Major League Baseball. Yes. So, at the end of the day, they can nitpick and politicize and choose who gets entered. Right, but then... but And that's what's wrong with it, in my opinion. Like, it that's is. What, yeah, like, it is. So, so um... What we're going to do is write a letter to Cooperstown <laughs> and, 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 and what are we going to storm <laughs> Cooperstown? Like, I don't know. Um, Dear Cooperstown, go yeah, F yourself. Yeah. I get 
Uh, but that, so that, so that's also part uh, going into the Kurt Schilling is telling people, I think it's a bad precedence to say, if you're going to speak out candidly, no matter what your platform is, be prepared to have repercussions. Um, and that even, even though your career is over and we can talk about Pete Rose right afterwards too. Um, but, but after, even though your career is over, be careful. We can take this away. We can do all that stuff despite letting Ty Cobb into the hall of fame. Right. Right. Yeah. Who was, okay. who was widely known as an a-hole and, and absolutely a racist, but that's okay for him. And, and I, because it was I of the era, right? That's, that's yes. It, well, he, well, even for the era, for, for a I terrible know, yeah. era. He was a terrible, terrible, terrible person. Like I, I've never heard anyone say a good story about Ty Cobb. Except he could throw a ball really hard. Yeah, yeah, yes. So, but I don't like this. Let's erase history. And I'm and uh, Pete Rose. I think he gets in with an asterisk, and I think that's fine too. You say, hey, this he was Charlie Hustle. He's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. But just like every single one of us, he had flaws. He bet on baseball, and that is a scarlet letter that will be with him forever. Okay, so he will not make it in the Hall of Fame as a manager, but so let's let's exactly. But as a player, Pete Rose was was mm-hmm. amazing, and 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 I mean, Pete Rose has four thousand hits, four thousand two hundred hits, right? Mm-hmm. One hundred sixty home runs, like something like thirteen hundred insane runs. stolen bases too. Yeah, one hundred and. 49, 190, 198 or 200 stolen bases. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started six different positions. Yeah. Like, my gra- <laughs> Pete Rose is one of those guys my grandfather really enjoyed watching play yeah. baseball. He was rookie of the year, player of the year, six times or something crazy like that. Uh, he's he's a, a baseball silver, player's baseball player. He's got a silver slugger, you know, whatever. He's Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year. And he's and got then, the Re- Clemente Award. Like, come on. Pete Rose was the man of... Of the and hour. If, if you want to summarize Pete Rose's career, his entire baseball playing career, when he's in the hall, in the uh, All Star game, and he hits, and he's running around third and just barrels over the catcher, yeah. essentially ended his career in an All Star game. Just a fuga, and this was before the All Star game mattered too. Yeah, and it was like, why would you do that? It's like this is the way he played. He had no other idea of how to play baseball is like you give it your all on every single pitch every single at bat and every single play and that and that epitomized it yeah. like but again again yeah hall of fame with an asterisk like as a, as a player his his potential to or his his ability to to do what needed to be done on the baseball diamond mm-hmm. earns him his 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 slot but speaking of asterisks um there's another older generation of player that that falls into the same kind of category right like uh, Hall of Fame with an asterisk. We're going to take it back to Field of Dreams for a minute and talk mm-hmm. about Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's an important story in baseball. Papa Joe played baseball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before he put that shoe polish in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, 1919, the Black Sox scandal. If you guys don't don't know what that's about, look it up. It's it's great. Um Field of Dreams, of course, highlights Shoeless Joe Jackson and, and as a ghost coming mm-hmm. back to play baseball. If you build it, you will come. But like Shoeless Joe Jackson spent 13 years in the in in Major League Baseball, and he had like a 356 batting average with 54 home runs, um, over 780 runs, um, and 202 stolen bases. Holy and and 202 stolen bases on like 260 something attempts. So he only got caught 60 times at two. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, 
So the 1919 Black Sox scandal, of course, you know, throw the World Series, right? Like, mm-hmm. stick it to the man. And I think that it's not proven, but I think that they say he was coerced into signing the confession that he was part of the. Part I of think, the and you have to remember, these guys were getting paid nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, not he even like, close, a, like like a steel mill or something in the it, off season. Yeah, and and I think these stories need to be told. You know, for younger generations where it was like the way you see Major League Baseball is completely different and people were throwing games and there were mob ties with some of these guys. Now, Shoeless Joe Jackson hit over his batting average, I think, in the World Series, um, played very well. And you can say the other players in on it and maybe he had taken money, but he put it for. But I think you tell those stories and make sure, hey, we're all flawed. Right. Even just Um, Ty Cobb's in. He is a racist to the the top degree, but he was a great baseball player. But this is not the person like, you know, more to the point. Shulisho Jackson was like a poor farm boy from Mm -hmm. uh, Iowa, I guess, or Kansas or wherever. He might not. He he might not even went to school. That was the point Mm -hmm. I was going to make. They say he was illiterate. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So he like whatever he signed, he probably didn't know what he was signing. No. Yeah. So even yeah. even more so, like let's re I mean, we have a signed confession. How often does the justice system get it wrong? Let alone like well, Major League Baseball. Well yeah. <laughs> and and if they're gonna let Dottie Henson into the Hall of Fame, who famously uh dropped the ball and dropped the World Series uh women's World Series game so her sister could get the scoring wrong. Yeah. If they're gonna allow Dottie Henson in, they gotta let, you know, Joe Jackson in. Yeah. So um Anyway, we don't have to spend too much more. I think we've made our case known that Cooperstown needs to reevaluate their structure a little bit. Um, other notable mentions that I think, you know, being a Florida guy, um, Gary Sheffield, outstanding career with the Padres mm-hmm. and the Marlins, two World Series. Um, stats, 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 stats. Look up Gary Sheffield, one of my favorite outfielders of all time, snubbed. Um, Joe Torre, before he was, you know, the best manager the Yankees ever had, he was an amazing Atlanta Brave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think he hit 363. Uh, he was with the Cardinals too. Um, but I think he hits 363. He had like 260 home runs. Um, I think he had like 1200 RBIs, something crazy like that. And 990, wow. like almost a thousand runs. Like this guy was awesome. And he hit, he hit over 300 for at least five of his, however many seasons he played. So um, and he's in as a manager, correct? He is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Or, or or should be. How long has it been since the Yankees had Joe Torre behind the... Well, he should... I mean, dugout. he is so good. But he's, he's a shoe-in as a manager. He, if he's not in, he will be. He's, he should be, right? Um, but as a player, I think that he counts, too. Um, we could go down... Larry Walker for the Rockies. Uh, oh, yeah. How long yeah. has it been since you heard that name? But he's got seven oh gold gosh. gloves. If you guys haven't noticed, yeah. I'm passionate about baseball. So no, I like it, and I didn't really. Ozzie Smith isn't in the Hall of Fame. Is that yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's so many. Ted's. Oh, also, okay. So I'm gonna go back to my grandfather and take it back to the '70s, right? Uh, in the in the late '60s, my grandfather played for the Minnesota Twins. In fact, uh, that's where he got his rookie start. The, they drafted by the Angels, but the Twins picked up his contract, and he played with the great Tony Oliva. And Tony Oliva's not in the Hall of oh, Fame. Wow. Like. Holy crap. Like, I mean, his last season, he had a bad injury with his knee, so he missed, like, however many games of that. But he played 15 years. He hit 304 in 15 years with 220 home runs. Jeez. 950 RBIs and, like, 870 runs. Like, holy crap. 86 stolen bases. 
Um, so he, you know, he busted up his knee. Can't be the greatest outfielder in the league anymore. But still, um, I think he had a 971 fielding percentage. So that's not crazy. a lot of errors and drop balls. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. So I, well, and that's missed a lot by the Hall, right? Again, my my Ozzy Smith it, it blew my mind. Like the fielding does matter in baseball, despite what uh, Moneyball is going to tell yeah. you. It is yeah. it is a part of the game of baseball, right? <laughs> yeah. So hits matter. On base percentage matters, home runs matter, but but so does you know having those golden gloves and being a great fielder. Yeah, so I mean you got Edgar Martinez not in the Hall of Fame, Steve Garvey not in the Hall of Fame, um, Dick Allen not in the Hall of Fame. Like we could go down the list of all these guys that Fred McGriff not in the Hall of Fame. Holy yeah, crap! Wow. His 2,500 hits and and you know 1,500 RBIs and, and like something like 1,350 runs. Uh, 509 slugging percentage. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Three silver sluggers, two player of the months, all-star MVP, and five, five-time five all-star. You know, let the crime dog into the, <laughs> into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Cooperstown. All right. Uh, all right. Let's take a minute to, uh, you know, uh, I guess we, I'm not going to take my hat off. But if we were outside, I'd take my hat off for these guys that should be in the Hall of Fame or not. So let me, let me give it a moment. And I'm done with that. All right. <laughs> Pressing on. Let's talk some spam. Um, sports news. Patrick Mahomes does not have a concussion. Or at least according to the NFL, he doesn't have a concussion. We know how that could be one way. So this actually might be an interesting Super Bowl. Oh, it, yeah. But, but would you... I, the guy was playing. It didn't matter, right? Like Patrick Mahomes was playing in the Super Bowl. It didn't matter. Concussion protocol, any of that stuff. He's playing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Right? Didn't you think so? No. Uh, what is this, any given Sunday now? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. You get there. You, if if we can have anti-vaxxers and all that stuff, I'm sure you can get a doctor out there to say that Pat Mahomes did not have a concussion. Speaking of anti-vaxxers, that that doctor that sabotaged all this is unrelated and not political. The doctor that sabotaged all those vaccines this week, this past week, he sabotaged like five thousand doses, something crazy like that. Apparently, he's a flat earther. <laughs> Of course, it all, it all connects. <laughs> and he's sabotaging vaccines, so technically he's an anti-vaxxer and a flat earth. I mean, that doesn't, you know, whatever. Okay, moving on. Um, but Almost Mahomes. hitting the moronic cycle. Yeah. yeah. I guess what's the, the bigger story here? Patrick Mahomes uh, going to his second Super Bowl or Tom Brady going to his 10th? Um, definitely Mahomes. <laughs> With Tom Brady, it's old news. It's almost expected. If he didn't make the Super Bowl, it'd be bigger news. <laughs> Death taxes and Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And we got to figure out if this is going to be like Tom Brady taking Mahomes to school or if we're actually going to have a really competitive game. But if Mahomes well, wasn't playing, it'd be a rout. Well, yeah. I think is it, are the three and a half favorites for the Chiefs. They're yeah. getting three and a half points. Um, now, the question is, if Brady wins, is he done? I hope so. Him, oh, you know too. what? He needs to stop pulling Gronk by the arm and let this man retire. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk's been trying to retire for like five years. Let the man, let the man retire and give give himself a break. Let him go. You know, spend some time with his family. Oh yeah, and you know Gronk loves to party. So yeah. that's, you know, it's like I'm tired of being hungover. Like for me. Well, Tom Brady let Aaron Hernandez retire. Let. Uh, Okay, what else we got in sports? Um, Oh, uh, injured Clay Thompson's been talking trash. Um, Warriors beat the Pistons uh, 113 to something, whatever. 
not, not that we thought it was going to go differently. Um, and apparently, uh, Magruder and Toscano Anderson got into a little scuffle. So Clay Thompson on the uh, on the booth talking uh, talking trash was like, "This dude be," and I quote, "This is a Clay Thompson's quote. This dude be might be out of the league soon. He's probably mad about that. He's over here trying to start something like he's actually a good player. Like, come on, bro, get out of here. Like, injured Clay Thompson's talking about how somebody's <laughs> he's not going to be a good player in the league." Even if you don't enjoy basketball, this is fun to watch. These guys, and even the Nets, like the Nets are playing an all-time fun. I think they're like all-time high for points scored and points allowed. Like all-time best offense and worst defense ever. So they're, they're so playing it's just, the Kobe Bryant version of basketball. Yeah. The, the Princeton <laughs> yeah. offense? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, but, but oh, speaking of basketball, the Clippers are number one in the West? Hmm, that's the wrong Los Angeles team that you'd think would be yeah. playing really, yeah. really good basketball. Maybe we'll see this, how long they hold on to it. But. Well, it's a new year. It's 2021 mm-hmm. now. There's no bubble. So yeah. we'll see. Uh, what else? Um, I think that's all I got for sports. Pop culture. Um, GameStop. Running around destroying Wall Street over here. Yeah, with Actually, the diamond hands. Uh, thank you, Reddit. By the thank way, you. we're streaming live to Reddit today. So thank you, Our Wall fans Street at Reddit. Taking control. Uh, we appreciate it, you guys making millionaires out of poppers and making poppers out of uh, these, these. Let's be honest; these guys aren't losing. I mean, they're losing a lot of money, but they have their you know their bros club. And their, sorry, you guys only have two yachts now. Yeah. It's, oh my yeah, god. No, but but yeah, stay strong. Uh, keep holding. Buy the dip. You know, let's take these guys to the cleaners. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Uh, stop the steal or start the steal. I can't co-op that phrase. Never mind. I, I retract that. <laughs> um, what all you got to know is to the moon. Yeah. We're all going to the moon. To the That's moon all that back. matters. All right. Uh, also, also, let's take a moment. Rest in peace, Screech. We, we lost Screech to lung cancer. I know like the, this last portion of his life was rife with conflict and controversy and hookers, apparently. Actually, he was, he was on the mend. Uh, the last few years, he was doing stand-up comedy. Uh, actually, one of the uh, local mics here in Orlando, Mike Herlihy, Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um, he was on tour with Dustin Diamond a couple of years ago, and Dustin on stage had it going on. He had a good set, um, and uh, everyone who knew him personally said he was a good guy. You know, um, but yeah. All right. Well, uh, rest in peace, Screech. I'm gonna tip my hat. Tip my hat to Screech. Uh, speaking of comedy, I went to uh, I was down in Miami uh, visiting my my folks this weekend, and went to go see this is my D Ray uh, at the Improv. And uh, five minutes before D Ray set starts, Carlos Mencia like happens to be in Miami and happens to give us like a free five minutes into the mind of Mencia, and that was a really really good show. So nice. Uh, He's supposed know. to be insanely good. I know the Joe Rogan fans kind of trash on old. Mind of Mencia, but he's supposed to be hilarious. He was great. Yeah, it was it was a good time. It was a really, mean, really good time. His delivery is great, but mostly because he stole his jokes. Well, there it the is. The cardinal yeah. sin of comedy. There, yeah, okay, fair yeah. enough. But, I mean, this material was all relevant to the crowd. Like, it was like mm-hmm. he literally was just, like, in the area. Apparently, he's really cool with D-Ray and was like, hey, you want to do some jokes? And he was like, all right. So he came up, looked at the crowd, and told jokes about the crowd. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Um, uh, what else? Oh, arts, arts and music. Uh, I got nothing for music. Anybody else? Anybody know what's going on in music? I guess Gwen Stefani and, and Blake Shelton are getting married. That's yeah, all I way got. Way to go, Blake. Music. He's uh, 
<laughs> he's um, a punch outside of his league. Yeah, well, you know, he's no Gavin Rosdale, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah. I think. Are yeah. you guys? Are you guys no doubt fans? You guys like? I am Scott? a no doubt fan. Yeah. Uh, I'm less so a Gwen Stefani solo artist fan, but I'm. Mm-hmm. Old school, no doubt fan. Um, oh, I just read Miley is going to be performing at the wedding, I guess. So that's kind of cool, I guess. Nice. Weird. I guess, oh, country music, Blake Shelton, Miley Cyrus, that makes sense. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, movies and TV. So, uh, The Matrix 4 wrapped principal photography recently. Nice. Yeah. We got some rumors on the title. Not very um, imaginative when it comes to The Matrix. Apparently, the title is going to be Matrix Resurrections. I like it. Staying with the R. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how Neil Patrick Harris is going to do alongside Keanu in this film. What do you think? Do we know? Is he good guy, bad guy? Do we know any? I don't have any other on? details. They've been they've okay. been pretty good about keeping the uh, keeping the seal pretty tight. On, I think he'd be a good points. bad guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I imagine he'd be like like the Matrix version of his Starship Troopers character. Yeah. <laughs> like like a human computer kind <laughs> yeah, of deal, yeah. right? Yeah, um, I like it. Well, so you mean a character of his Dookie Hauser, the original, how we all met Neil right, Patrick it, it Harris? All, yeah. It all is progressive, right? <laughs> yeah. The first guy, like the, the original uh, blogger, you yeah. know, he had his own little, he kept his diary. I'm sure he was pushing that out as soon as the, the internet came to be, right? Yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. 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 Right. And it's the Wachowskis directing, correct? Yes. Okay. Nice. How do you get? I mean, are you guys fans of the Wachowskis? I famously like Speed oh. Racer. Well, I love. Else yeah, Speed, it. I did. I I didn't hate Speed Racer. It's not yeah. my favorite, but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like the Wachowskis. I mean, I really liked Sensate. Um, heavy-handed, you know, LGBT issues mm-hmm. included. I really re- appreciated that show. I wish that. Um, you know what? How do you make a show that that has a budget even Netflix can't keep up with? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is yeah. like throwing money at people. Apparently, they've got like 500 series and, and original projects in the pipeline right now. Nice. And and the Wachowskis were able to make a show with a budget that Netflix couldn't keep up with. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, I appreciate that. Um, what else? Um, oh, Disney Plus. Speaking to the other behemoth uh, with lots of money. Uh, the next show in production with Disney Plus is going to be set in Wakanda. So it'll be a, a, a Wakanda-themed Disney Plus show, um, Ryan Coogler and his production company have a five-year contract um, with Disney to produce the potential for multiple shows. So that could be cool. Nice. Now, if it's a sequel to WandaVision, if this is WakandaVision, I'm in. Oh, my Count God. I'm so, down. Uh, I, you know, even last podcast, I was kind of fanboying on WandaVision and, and the the fourth episode that released Friday didn't disappoint either. Um, I really I just wish it was longer so I could see more and more and more. So once again, go watch Wandavision, guys, because it's great. No spoilers, but it's fantastic. Um, very very good. What else? I got one more thing uh, for for spam in the movies. Uh, Borderlands is getting a movie, as most of you know. Tom Holland got pitched as the lead. Um, right? Am I wrong? No, that's Uncharted. Tom Holland, Nathan Drake, and Uncharted. Sorry. Taking back, Borderlands got a movie, and Kevin Hart got pitched as Roland in Borderlands. <laughs> nice. So nice. Yeah, that that, that should be fun. fun. That's a pretty good cast. Yeah. So go watch Uncharted. Yeah. Go watch Borderlands when they come out. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be released streaming or if they're going to be released um, in theaters or both. Uh, is one of these a Warner Brothers property? Because then we know where it's going. Uh, yeah. Have we had any? Speaking of which, have we had any fallout? I mean, Chris Nolan walked away. I know. 
Wonder Woman wasn't the greatest. Did either of you guys see Wonder Woman? I did see 1984. I appreciated it overall. It, it might be my least favorite Pedro Pascal role. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh. yeah, it's it's not good. Now, do you need to see it's not Wonder Woman? But it's not good. Do you need to see Wonder Woman one through? 1987 before you see 1988 or does it nope um, oh, okay the exposition does a decent job of filling you filling you in on the story um okay. which is all you know what i take i take my steps i take my sentiment back so pedro pascal plays max lord so if you guys are familiar with the dc universe you know who max lord is and, and how crazy he is and 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 what his deal is but wonder woman 1984 plays like a comic book the plot is kind of all over the place, and there's lots of stuff going on, and it's really, really silly. Just like, like if I was reading it, I think I would have enjoyed it more. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, I'm able to suspend my disbelief for comic book stuff in comic books more so than I'm able to suspend my disbelief when watching a blockbuster film that is supposed to have mass appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than, other than that, I haven't heard of any fallout of, of Chris Nolan uh, walking away from Warner Brothers, although we'll see. Is this a good time to buy Warner Brothers stock? Or <laughs> hey, Wall Street bets. What do you yeah, guys say? Yeah, tie, tie it in who's, with who's your AMC stock. Warner Brothers stock right now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, that's all I got for spam. Um, you guys got anything else? No, that's all I got. Uh, I mean, so wait, so armed and hilarious. Did you see it? Did you see Wonder Woman? You said. Yeah, I mean. Okay, hot take. Wonder Woman, go. No spoilers. Okay, yeah. I just turn my brain <laughs> off and I watch a movie and then I don't expect anything. So, like, yeah, sure. Good. Am I going to buy it? Ah, maybe. Like yeah, you're going to buy it if, not, if nothing else, just to complete the set. but to se- Or just yeah, to spite me. Are you going to buy it on Blu-ray like, just to spite me? I will definitely stand inside of Best Buy looking at the cartridge for about 15 minutes to decide if I'm going to buy it or not. <laughs> it depends on whether or not they give you the Best Buy like special, right? Like the Best Buy sale on the, on the metal box version. Yeah. That also includes like, Wonder Woman. If, if, the, if the metal box looks like the, uh, the really shiny neon gold thing that we're having for the posters, yeah. then... It's like, ooh, that's real nice. Yeah, that'll look good on my shelf. But what does that say about the film that the box is more valuable to you? <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a sucker for a steel box. I, I said I liked it. I liked it. That's it. I like. I didn't love it. All right. Like, I wasn't expecting. I was just. Yeah, off. it is what it is. All right. Well, on that note, we will begin to wrap this up. Um, I wanted to let you guys know uh, if you guys are are some of our fans that download the podcast, you can check us out at redcircle.com/slash the digital tp podcast or just google digital tp podcast wherever you get your podcasts we record live to facebook and reddit monday nights uh or monday evenings eastern time um and then we drop the podcast usually that evening or the next day uh i'm gonna be dropping a midweek podcast this week we did uh in november we did a crossover podcast with the tailgate podcast um so go ahead and google them they're at the tailgate podcast on instagram you can find them there uh really really awesome these guys do fun folk Okay, so let me, let me back up. What they do is they're, they're taking a road trip across the United States, hitting all the major folk 
tales in this country and interviewing them. Uh, and it's really, really fun. It's a cool story. Um, we did not do that on our podcast. We talked comic books because <laughs> they're also <laughs> big nerds. But check out the Tailgate podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and Wednesday, we'll be dropping that um, both to our podcast and to our Facebook so I mean to our YouTube so look out for the video as well Um, but yeah on that note thank you guys so much for listening thanks for tuning in live on Facebook thanks for tuning in live on Reddit we appreciate you guys so much we're the Digital Toilet Paper Podcast find us wherever you get your podcasts Um, follow us on Twitter if you already found us tell your friends to go find us too follow us on Twitter Instagram at the Digital TP Podcast or Digital TP Podcast Facebook at the Digital TP Podcast as well Um, and Twitter at Toilet Digital at Toilet what? Yeah. Okay. That's what you put? Did I? (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Uh, We appreciate you guys so much uh, for the Digital TP team. My name's Jason Bear. I'm Rex Rebo. At Armed and Hilarious. We'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye.